Thank you for listening to the Real Estate Voice Podcast. I'm Vernon R.E. Jones, managing broker, owner of Jones Homes. And for 30 years, we have serviced the seven-county Denver metro area. We're going to talk about the big banks today. Obviously, most of you know that when the banks are feeling confident in the economy, they allow a lot more loans to go into business so businesses can expand or maintain. And in the personal sector of individuals, they are more comfortable loaning houses, I mean money for houses and things of that nature. So, but when they feel uncomfortable, the credit restrictions tighten and there's less liquidity and they do less loans in the market. Basically, the U.S. banks move trillions of dollars around the world every day. Kind of gives them a unique lens on how the economy is functioning, both in the United States and globally. And despite concerns about inflation, workers quitting, supply chain issues, and slowing growth, bank executives just delivered a clear message to their investors yesterday that they're in pretty good shape right now. While there's been some discussion around the slowdown, I would just note that the U.S. economy is now as large as it was pre-pandemic. So says CEO Brian Moynihan of Bank of America. Obviously, Wall Street is cheering the latest earnings from America's top lenders, which have released billions of dollars they had set aside earlier in the COVID crisis to cover potential bad loans. The Dow finished up 1.6%, the S&P rallied 1.7%, Bank of America stock jumped 4.5%, while the KBW Bank Index, which tracks the sector, gained 1.3%. So what exactly are the banks seeing that makes them feel confident about the future? Citibank reported that credit card spending is up 20% compared to one year ago and is now well above 2019 levels. Wells Fargo also found that weekly debit card spending was up every week last quarter compared to 2019 as customers shelled out on entertainment and restaurants again. We continue to see that our customers have significant liquidity and consumers are continuing to spend. So says CEO Charles Scharf of Wells Fargo. There may be some changes in spending patterns as COVID-era government support dissipates but they think the strength will persist. Backlogged supply chains are worrying enough that the Biden administration has announced a 90-day sprint to fix the problem. But really, banks don't see it as a game changer. I doubt we'll be talking about supply chain stuff in a year. I just think that's where we're focusing on it too much. So says Chase CEO Jamie Damon. It's simply dampening a fairly good economy, and it's not reversing a fairly good economy. Banks aren't just feeling good because spending is wrapping up on Main Street. They're also cashing in on Wall Street, which has seen a huge boom in deal-making. J.P. Morgan reported that its investment bank banking revenue shot up 45% as it raked in fees from advising companies on mergers and orchestrating stock sales. Morgan Stanley saw its investment banking revenue leap 67% compared to a year ago. Citi Financial, Citibank, had its best quarter for mergers and acquisitions 
in a decade. Does that mean everything is rosy? Certainly not. Citibank CEO Jane Fraser said the company is watching three things closely. Inflation, the impact of worker shortages, and the energy crunch. Energy crunch. As well as the slowdown in China and what happens with U.S. debt ceiling negotiations. But the big picture is that for now, lenders are making tons of money and they expect the trend to continue. And again, how does that affect you? That is a loosening of credit restrictions, which allows you to go out and get financial support to buy your new home or your upgraded home or your downsized home. Any questions? Feel free to give me a call. This is Vernon with the Real Estate Voice Podcast. I can be reached at 303-359-8218. And as always, please be safe.